0: Hey everyone, I'm Caleb.
1: And I'm Michaela.
0: And this is the McCaleb Talks Podcast. Caleb
1: and I'm Caleb
0: and this is the Caleb Talks podcast and I messed up again (laughs) and this is like take five so we're just gonna roll with it yeah so today we're talking about apologizing Mm -hmm. and how to apologize in marriage with the kids Mm -hmm. Uh, apologizing is in marriage it's it's not a an if thing
1: no it's a when
0: thing yeah it's it's gonna happen no matter what you're gonna have some form of tension happen in your marriage um, at some point. Yeah. Or even with your kids. Yep. Yeah. You have some form of tension.
1: Yep. There will be some source of conflict.
0: <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Or later. So today, these these are just some lessons that we've learned. Some of them the hard way. <clears throat> some of them the easy way that we've been blessed with that mm-hmm. we didn't have to worry about that problem ourselves. Right. So. Um. But So Marriage 90% of marriage is
1: Communication
0: Yeah So at the end of the day When you're apologizing You're communicating something mm-hmm. And you're communicating an intent Of something somehow And the purpose of apologizing Is to fix something You know something's wrong Something's broken And you need To make an effort to change that Right so, most of the time, like, when I talk about apologizing, the, the biggest thing that pops into my head is just my ego. Mm-hmm. It gets in the way a lot. Like, m- and that's what I notice with most people. Yeah. Is that, no,
1: I would agree. Pride <sighs> can be a big stumbling block.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The ego gets in the way more than anything. It's just that it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's apologizing will be one of the more selfless acts you do in marriage.
1: Yeah, it should anyways. I mean, as long as your motivation behind making that apology is good.
0: yeah. yeah, we have to learn that taking care of my marriage is more important than letting this wound fester right because my marriage is important because you were my wife your your emotions your health who you are that's important to me and mm-hmm. i own that you know it i don't just try to take care of my half of the relationship right you know it's it's not my half versus your half it's mm-hmm. it's our marriage right my marriage i own it so apologizing is one of those things where <sighs> like it's probably the most emotionally driven thing you will do in a relationship. One of the. Mm. You know, I don't want to say anything the on anything because right. I'm not a statistician, so I don't know statistically if that's the biggest well, thing. But
1: and every marriage and relationship works a little differently.
0: Yeah. But, but apologizing. No, I agree is with you. The very emotion is... emotionally driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, like, as a guy, like, I have a tendency to just want to box my emotions because emotions for me get in the way. They kind of almost drag things on. I just want to get this done. It's like, do you know what? I know that I messed up. I'm sorry. Mm. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I think a lot of it is just tension for me.
1: Um, Yeah, you definitely don't like tension.
0: I'm a very chill guy. So, when I have tension in my personal life, I don't care about tension outside of my personal life. Cause it's like whatever I can walk away from this right at some point,
1: you don't have to go home to it,
0: yeah, but when i'm when it's in my home life, that I don't like that right because home is where I go for rest mm-hmm. it's my it's my release of my tension mm-hmm. place, so when there's tension there that's I struggle with that, so
1: yeah, and I think um. <laughs> you know, you tend to box a lot of emotions up or, you know, at least deal with them quickly so they don't, you know, drag on. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of the opposite. I tend to have an emotion for everything and not, I don't want to say that's stereotypical to women.
0: Yeah, but, but for
1: you. for me personally, I am very emotional. What, and it's not something I can control most of the time. I cry if I'm happy. I cry if I'm sad. I cry when I'm angry. Like, it really doesn't matter what the emotion is. My face is going to leak. (laughs) Um, And so, and I think, you know, you've had to kind of learn how to decipher and read that in me. Because I can be extremely happy and talking to you about something, but I'm crying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, and that's, that's a beautiful thing about marriage is you get your whole life to learn how somebody thinks mm. and that's that's just relationships period is you're getting the opportunity to know this is your quirk this is how you think this is how you process your thoughts mm-hmm. I, within our our first year of marriage was hard because we were l- just diving into how we understood each other we dated for a long period of time but really you learn more about somebody when you live with them
1: yeah I was I yeah
0: think. and we uh yeah. like it took me a while to figure out how you process your thoughts because I process my thoughts differently.
1: Very differently, yeah.
0: You know, and we were learning our, our personalities that way. Like for me, <clears throat> I hate saying I'm I'm more extroverted this way, but that's just the way it's gonna come out because I don't like being put in a box. <laughs> but I think out loud. Mm-hmm. Like I process my thoughts by hearing myself say my thoughts, and oftentimes I'll be thinking about something. I'm like, wow. This is stupid. Why am I, like, you know, sometimes it just takes me hearing you myself. You just have to say it. But I have to process my thoughts out loud. So right. I always have my venting person, which is you, <laughs> you know. And it took you a while, at least when within our first year of marriage, that you didn't always have to help me fix my problems when right. I vented to you. Yeah. Oftentimes I vented to you, and I didn't want you to fix my problems, and I got mad when you tried because I was just... I've
1: got this (laughs) we didn't we hadn't fully worked through what the expectations there were yeah and so because of who I am and my personality I did want to fix things I wanted to make them better or I wanted to help you in any way that I possibly could because that's just what I do
0: (laughs) yeah and whereas you're different I always felt like you boxed me out when you wouldn't Tell me what's
1: going on. Right, which
0: but you waited was not
1: what I was intentionally doing. But the way that I worked through things was not to talk about them, and really, I would try to ignore them so they yeah. would just get bottled up, and then eventually it all came an out explosion it would happen. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I certainly did not communicate things well to you, and even when you would come to me and try to begin to resolve some sort of conflict or tension, I wasn't ready, which now sounds extremely selfish. <laughs> um, but I just, I hadn't grown to the point that I knew that you can start to resolve a conflict before you're necessarily ready to. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely, especially in our first year, year and a half of marriage was something we really had to learn about each other.
0: I, well, I think, I think the first year, year and a half of marriage, most people should just expect that a lot of it's just, all the, the beginning stage is going to be just learning each other's personalities. Mm-hmm. You should just plan on lots of personality learning. Yeah. Because, you know, I understand you think a certain way. I, I learned how you process your thoughts. So now, like, I can look at you and be like, oh, I got an idea what's going on with her right now, you know? Whereas even after dating you for a while, you know, and being married to you for a while, it was kind of like, uh, what's, what's going on here? You know, I I thought I knew you one day and then you would turn around and be like, oh, so.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: It's just personalities. Like I look at you and I know you're an organized person.
1: Mm -hmm. You're very,
0: I've learned personality wise, you're a green, you know, you're a very organized person. You like to think in the now moment. Yeah. You're very much present picture whereas I'm not Mm -hmm. you know I think futuristically I I, I'm a dreamer yeah and you're you're just like what do I need to get done today right and I'm the opposite
1: Mm -hmm. Um, and that's been something we've had to really communicate well on because there has been a lot of situations when you're talking to me about some dream or something that you're thinking about and I'm trying to process: Is he serious about this? Because it sounds insane. <laughs> and nine out of ten times, And I'm, not serious. I'm, you know, in my head, I'm making a list of all the things we would have to do to make this be real. And you're just messing around. I'm and just so enjoying my thoughts. Yeah, and so we've definitely had to, you know, and sometimes you've gotten better at telling me this isn't something big. I'm just, <coughs> I just want to tell you what I'm thinking about. And you have gotten better at kind of prefacing that for me. But I think I've also gotten better at reading you and knowing, okay, this is something he actually wants to do, and, or this is just something he's thinking about and dreaming
0: about right yeah, now. Yeah, because that's just me. I love dreaming about new things, new ideas, right. all sorts of stuff. And that's
1: and just, just the not type of really... I'm, and that's not yeah, you. It's not really who and I am. And we've had
0: to... And, and understanding personalities is huge in apologizing. Yes. It's huge. Because when I mess up and I apologize, I go to you, and you've had to learn how I how I handle a mistake mm-hmm. because people handle their mistakes differently yeah and the sincerity of that is shown within your personality yeah a lot of sincerity and genuineness is shown by you as a person and and sincerity and genuineness isn't a cut and dry black and white thing right it's the person yeah. like you you like to sincerely show gratitude with a card and like like a sincere thought that you share, mm-hmm. whereas for me that's not always the case. Right. It's more what I do for you, you know, or just the fact that I'm giving you my time because mm-hmm. I'm a time person. You yeah. know, that's one of my love languages is time. You sp- mm-hmm. If I spend time with you, if I want to spend time with you, that's huge for me. Mm-hmm. That's huge for me. Yeah. Because that's just how I express love. Right.
1: And a lot of times when either of us are apologizing to the other, um, you know, we certainly have thought about that and we've weighed that out. And when we do come to the point where we're apologizing, I think we've gotten very good at not only setting aside ourselves and just realizing, you know, I hurt you and maybe it was not intentional at all, but I offended you and I'm sorry and here's what I'm going to try to do better. Right. Um, we've gotten I think a lot better at just, you know, setting aside ourselves and saying I'm sorry and this is what I'm gonna try to do better next right. time.
0: And and you make a good point in what you just said there is sometimes we didn't actually mess up. But when somebody comes to you and says, You hurt me, you can't argue with that. Right. You have to agree. You're like, Do you know what? I don't I don't I don't remember trying to hurt you but if I did I'm sorry. Yeah. And you got to take that seriously.
1: Well, know? and that's how I think you should. How a lot of our apologies <laughs> go is that, <laughs> you know, I expressed to you, you know, you you said this in such a way that I misunderstood and therefore it kind of hurt me and you we both in a lot of ways are good at saying I'm sorry that wasn't my intention and I hope yeah. you know that here's what I was really trying to communicate and, you know, just kind of clearing the air. Um, so I think there's a lot of different kinds of apologies. Yeah. There are the, you know, you actually hurt someone, you truly offended them and you were in the wrong. That needs to be a heartfelt, you know, very selfless, sincere apology. And then there are those where it's like, you know, you hurt someone, you didn't, it was not intentional. You still need to be heartfelt in that apology. Yeah,
0: but yeah, yeah, you're not. There's less, and I I don't know really how to word that, but it's it's not a.
1: The motivation behind the apology should still be. You feel bad that you have hurt this person in some way or another, and therefore you want to fix that and start that healing.
0: You're yeah, a lot of it's just showing you value that relationship, Mm -hmm. and even if you didn't mess up, it's like, do you know what? I value you, though. Yeah. So, you know, because apologizing doesn't always mean you're wrong. It just means that you value that person. You right. know, it's like, you know what? I don't think I did, but do you know what? I hurt you. Yeah. I guess, you know, and so I want to make sure I take care of that.
1: Right. I think so. Mo- so many times it's just an act of sacrifice. Yeah. It's an act of saying, I love you and... Therefore, I don't want to hurt you. So I'm going to say sorry and hope that we can heal from this. Yeah, marriage
0: takes a lot of empathy. A lot of empathy. Yeah,
1: you have to always be thinking about, you know. The other half. The other side. Because
0: really marriage is two people becoming one.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So a, a true mark of maturity is when somebody hurts you. And instead of you trying to lash back out, you you take the time to try to understand their side of the situation. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just a mark of maturity in marriage is, you know what? You just totally said something you shouldn't have, but you've had a stressful day at work. Yeah. So. I'm going to let that slide or something right. like that. You or know?
1: come back to it later when you're both, exactly. you know, renewed and in a better mindset. Because, yeah. you know, I we had to do that this week. Oh, well, yeah.
0: We both had to take our time. Like, I knew that you were mad and I wanted to talk with you, but I knew the best time to talk to my wife is not when she's mad. Right. Because you process your thoughts yeah. inside your head. And I didn't want to intervene in that. Mm -hmm. So I I always try to give you some time. Yeah. Oh, I do always try to voice when it's time for me to voice. Even if you're not ready, I say, I know you're not ready to talk, but you need to hear this from me right now. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sorry, I messed up. And I sincerely am sorry for that.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Because I know I hurt you. Or something like that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I had to
0: do that this last week.
1: <laughs> well, it's had to, t- it's had to take growth on my part to listen to you express an apology when I wasn't quite ready for it. Yes. Because before, um, I would cut you off and say, "I'm sorry, I just can't hear you right now." Yeah. And I wasn't. That was not me trying to hurt you. That was, a, in a lot of ways, my own pride. I just wasn't ready to heal.
0: Yeah, and therefore I didn't so... want to
1: hear that you you were ready to heal.
0: Yeah. And that that in itself hurts. Apologies right. is when someone hasn't worked through it yet and they get mad that the other person's already over it yeah. or trying to be over it. Like so this last week when I was at work like I was grumpy Because of everything that happened. I had a bad day and I had some things happen that day I was not happy about Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be grumpy and it made me I went to work and someone was like I'm gonna make you smile today. And I was like That just makes me want to be more grumpy right now. (laughs) Like shut up (laughs) Don't start. I'm not in the mood But I I didn't say that Mm -hmm. because I, I knew that person's personality and they were just trying to make me feel better It didn't stop me from wanting to smack them. (laughs) I didn't smack them. I just want to point that out. I didn't smack anybody. (laughs) But, like, being sensitive to that type of thing, I hate that word because I'm just not the type of person, but being sensitive to how other people process their thoughts is huge. And so I usually try to time when I approach you because I, I know... That when I approach you matters, you know, mm. timing. And even though it shouldn't for some people, it's still a, a kindness thing to recognize that in each other. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you recognize how I do things, and so you, you're sensitive to how yeah. I do that.
1: Well, I, and a lot of times for us to actually have a clear conversation it can't really be around the boys it's got to be just you and I yeah otherwise you know we're interrupted and you know it just it doesn't go the way it needs to
0: and oftentimes when we have that conflict it is in the car with the boys Yeah. and we're dealing with the stress of the boys (laughs) almost
1: always but I mean when it's I think personally I have gotten better at just hearing you when you're ready yeah and then I'll come up when I'm ready
0: yeah
1: and not cutting you off just letting you say what you need to say and I hear you and I accept that and you know nine times out of ten I'm grateful that you came to me when you felt like you needed to
0: yeah yeah relationships relationships get stronger when both sides are willing to just understand
1: Mm -hmm.
0: each other when they're both willing to just think this is what they're thinking this is what they're doing they're just processing this. And when they understand and forgive each other, and both sides are willing to do that, there's there's a real growth thing that happens in a lot of relationships. Relationships struggle. And when they're willing to step aside from their struggles and hear somebody out, that's, that's a growth thing. That's a real maturity mark. Mm. Because when you let someone make the effort to change their behavior in their words, Yeah. I, I know people who say actions speak louder than words. Yes, but words facilitate action.
1: Yeah, they that's do. A very good point.
0: Words help people do what they need to do. Yeah, I'm that type of guy. They're I have to tool. talk to myself sometimes to do what I need to do. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And before I do something, I need to have a conversation. Sometimes, like I'm going to tell you because me telling you holds me accountable Mm. because that's the type of person I am Mm. if I don't tell you I'm less likely to do it I'm less likely to hold myself to a certain standard Mm.
1: so because like
0: the best apologize apology isn't just words it's a changed behavior
1: yes absolutely
0: and you can't just say I'm sorry no you gotta show it you gotta put you gotta put the time in too. yeah
1: absolutely you know it's I know I'm going to be all spiritual here, but it's much like salvation. You can call upon the name of the Lord and receive him and be saved, but it doesn't end there. No, that's where it starts. Yeah, you have to have that change in your life. And apology works a lot of the same way. You can say you're sorry and never make a change. That The person that you said sorry to probably doesn't believe that you're sorry then. You
0: got to show the fruit that you actually are changing.
1: Yeah, you have to prove... Maybe not to another person, but just even to yourself that, you know, you are sorry. And therefore, you're going to change your behavior and your
0: actions. Yeah, precisely. I agree. A hundred percent. So, and going off that spiritual side of things, you know, it's... As Christians, we're bound to show our faith through the way we respond to certain things. Mm -hmm. And... Sometimes we struggle with that depending on, you know, what's going on. I struggle with that uh, in, like, my work environment <laughs> because I work with a lot of people who aren't spiritually sensitive in certain mm-hmm. ways. Um, But I still have to make that effort because as a child of Christ, I'm still bound to make that effort. Right. I still try.
1: It's still your responsibility.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, but you know we have to we have to stop and ask ourselves certain questions and make sure we put ourselves in the mindset you know as christians like one that i think we should all ask is how does my response to this show who jesus is in my life mm. like would jesus want me to sit here and be bitter mm. i don't think i could ever answer that and say yes right <laughs> yeah you know, i would hope not if jesus is one to forgive everybody of all their sins despite what those sins are I think I can forgive you for any petty thing Mm -hmm. because it's almost always petty stuff that we argue about Mm -hmm. so or like uh, what should my response how what should my response to this be in order to facilitate healing Mm -hmm. and trust because that's my job that's our job to each other yeah With our family, not just each other. and You know, it's our kids too, is we're the ones who need to facilitate certain things. Like, do you know what? They just... Our kids just slapped each other. We need to facilitate a session where, hey, you know what? You need to realize what you did is wrong, but we also need to facilitate a time where they need to learn how to apologize to each other. Yes. (sighs) Yeah. Just recently in the last hour, I've had to apologize to my son because he interrupted me on something, (laughs) and... He didn't mean to. He was just, he wanted to show me a Lego car he made. And Mm -hmm. I told him that I needed some space for a second to work on something. And he still interrupted me. And I told him that I needed him to go away. And he started to cry. (laughs) Because he's our sensitive child. And so I had to stop and say, buddy, I love you. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. I did not mean to do that.
1: Right. And I think, I mean, we're talking about apologies and how powerful they are. I think apologizing to a child is extremely powerful. Because not only does it knock down so much of that pride that we as as adults carry toward children, but it also, it just proves to them that we are all just broken, messy humans. Yeah. And therefore, we have to make apologies. Yeah. I mean, I have to apologize to our children all of the time because out of the two of us, I'm very irritable. And... Whether that comes from, I didn't start my day off right, I didn't, you know, well. I didn't do my devotions when I should have, and therefore my day, you know, it just isn't lining up. That makes me more irritable, and I have to check myself and think, okay, is this because they actually did something wrong that I have a reason to be sure. upset, or is this just my own irritability getting the best of me? Yeah. Um, and many times... I handled something wrong, and I had to go back to one of our children or to you and say, look, this was me, and I'm sorry, and I'm going to work on it. I know that I'm just irritable, and that's my fault, and so many times when I have done that, especially with our oldest, it's been very heartfelt with him because not only does he forgive me, but then he says sorry, and and. I think that's just an understanding that he has that is so special um, because it's never, you know, he doesn't want to hurt us. And when he realizes that in any form that he has hurt us, he is very sweet in his intent to yeah. want to make
0: that better. He's always been good about reading people.
1: Yeah, he, 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 he really, really does. He really can
0: look at someone and understand they're going through something. Yeah, he's and very compassionate. for a five-year-old, I'm very impressed with that. Yeah. So I think one other thing is that as Christians we always need to stop and ask how we need to respond to prayer mm-hmm. in a certain situation because <clears throat> as Christians, prayer is not a nine one one call. Right. We don't we don't use prayer for only emergencies. I like to tell people that you need to make friends before you need them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know. Uh, and that's prayer is we shouldn't just be praying when like our basement gets flooded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we should be praying in the highs, the awesome moments, just the same. Because in every hour I depend upon God. It's not just my, my bad times. It's my good times too, because he's the one that gives me those good times. Right. And I think that when we have these moments of conflict, when we need to work on our apologizing, we need to stop and say, God, what do you, what do I need to work on here? Is, mm-hmm. is There's something in me that I need to be working on. There's something that I need to be praying for, for my wife right now, Mm. for understanding, or, Lord, help my my child to have a soft heart when I address this issue with Mm. him, you know, so that he will listen to me as his father, you know. Yeah. Prayer is one of the greatest things you could do in your marriage.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a very, very powerful tool.
0: Yeah. I think the next thing is just learning to how to have fun with each other and how to enjoy each other. But prayer is definitely the huge one Mm. right there. So but that's just me.
1: No, I fully agree.
0: So any other thoughts? Did I miss anything? I don't don't think I I missed anything. You did good. I did good. Man. High five?
1: Yep. Yeah, yes.
0: (laughs) <laughs> all right well everybody in podcast land if you got any thoughts or comments you can email us at mccaleb talks at mm-hmm. gmail.com
1: or message us on instagram at mccaleb talks
0: yeah follow us on instagram because we share fun pictures
1: yeah we have been trying to do pretty good at keeping up with content on there yeah so, so
0: uh you have a good day i'm caleb i'm Michaela. And this is Michaela talks podcast.